I think authenticity and being really sensitive, that's what's going to get you through. I just can't say, cannot say enough about that importance. How should we be handling our PR right now? We're going to find out with Andrew Joseph. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business, tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, Darla Sasquatch Powell, and I'm joined by the nagging ginger with no soul. Natalie Graff? Natalie? Graff? What am I today, Darla? Oh, I don't even care. You don't care anymore, do you? <laughs> Sasquatch is... Why Why Sasquatch today, Darla? Uh, well, you know how it is when you're in quarantine during a worldwide pandemic and you just have lost the will to shave your legs. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think I could get used to this. Yeah, I kind of like it. I, I don't think I could get used to that. Um, <laughs> Keeps you warm. Keep me warm at night. There you go. <laughs> wow. You know, Darla, I uh, just caught you from making a a pretty large mistake. Oh, what's that? Well, everybody knows here that on the Wingnut Social podcast that we do enjoy a little libation sometimes during the show. And I am in the kitchen getting ready to come over here to the podcast studio and Darla grabs a bottle of Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof and goes to start pouring that in her glass. I'm like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And I was on the phone with a sales call and I couldn't really stop her. And I just start like waving my hands like I'm directing traffic like, no, no, stop, stop. Because <laughs> Why? It's 133.8 proof. Is that a lot? Uh, yeah. That's so, almost double <laughs> what so, normal Jack Daniels is. Are you serious? Oh yes. my gosh, I would have been on the floor. But, I know. See, I saved you. But the show would have been amazing. <laughs> Once again, I saved your life, Darla. <laughs> Natalie, we have a recurring guest on the show today. Well, this will be his second. Handsome. Handsome. handsome yes. Andrew Joseph of Andrew Joseph PR. He's been on our show before, and that will be in the show notes. And he is a PR agent to all of you awesome, amazing interior designers out there. He's been in the industry for quite a while. I will he tell you. He does more than interior design, just so you know. Oh, okay. But for our purposes right here, he does specialize right. in interior. Doesn't he specialize in interior design? Let's ask him. Yeah. I thought he did. He does, but he doesn't limit himself to that. Oh, well, that's probably smart. Ah, just saying. Just saying. Just saying, Darla. That 15% that uh, Kelly was talking about. Just saying. Yeah, right. Exactly. And our, you're referring to our last show with Kelly Campbell. She, I that am. was a, I love her. She's such a great business coach and a, a good and a Scorpio. She's Blanche. But anyway, I digress. So today, Andrew Joseph is going to be telling us all about how he's handling his PR business and what we should be doing now during this coronavirus crisis pandemic, which there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're just not quite sure how long the tunnel is. So that's, I might need a new liver. By the time we get to the end of this tunnel. <laughs> I definitely am. I am totally going to, gosh, that's all we're doing right now is staying home and not us, but just the world in general. Staying. I got a, I got a picture. Let me interrupt you, Darla. I got a picture. What else is new? I know. Yeah. But I got a picture from a friend and it was a bunch of wine bottles and one of them was labeled Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so I really appreciate that picture. That was yeah. Awesome. So now not only are we labeling our underwear, we have to label our wine bottles I don't want to drink the wrong wine on the wrong day. That's, no, you that's have just, to keep it correct. Darla. That's just a faux pas that would be unbearable. Guys, if you missed Andrew's first episode, let me tell you just a little bit about him. 
With over 20 years in the world of publishing and public relations, Andrew Joseph is an experienced and strategic asset for home and design brands, as well as designers looking to position themselves in a busy market. Andrew started his career at Condé Nast Publications in fashion and beauty with Vanity Fair and Allure, where he learned the industry from the inside out, experiencing firsthand the inner workings of the editorial side of publicity. When opening Andrew Joseph PR in 2012, he shifted gears to architecture and design, applying his Southern charm and New York know-how to a career as a marketing and public relations expert. Andrew has owned and managed his own firm for the last seven years. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Andrew Joseph to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Andrew Joseph. Welcome back to the podcast. How the hell are you? I am doing pretty good. You know, it seems like we have a track record being on a guest on your podcast because the first time we tried this update and I have satellite Wi-Fi and it is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, there was a time delay from hell. I could not do that to my editors. He would have killed me. He would have disowned me. You've got to be kind <laughs> to people in the time of crisis. <laughs> so I did something very special and I drove back into Manhattan for this. Oh, for wait, no, yeah, wait a minute. Come on, you had another, you had something else going on. Today. I had another appointment that required, <laughs> but yeah, I let's be clear. Two birds with one stone, <laughs> two wingnuts, two wingnuts. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> okay. So, Andrew, so let's talk about the pandemic in the room. So, you and I both are in the marketing industry and we niched to interior design specifically. Natalie said you broadened your reach beyond interior design. Is that true or are you mostly just interior design? Anything architecture, design, home furniture. Ha ha, Natalie. I was right. Luxury. What happened to, <laughs> I thought we, oh, never mind. I'm not even going to start. You hush. You sit over there and you look pretty. Okay. Or at least hush. <laughs> Okay, Andrew, so how have you been pivoting with this business with your PR clients? Because it's all about marketing and PR is PR, right? Got to look at the world and make things happy. And this is why my client is the shiznit and why she should be on your podcast or on your television show or, or et cetera, et cetera. So tell us a little bit about your, your pivot skills. I think one of the first indicators that I knew things were going to change and change really, really quickly is I had a new client do an interview with another podcast, our friend Nick. Oh, hey, Nick. Nick May of the Shays Lounge. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Yeah. So an interior designer, it was right when everything was turning the corner. It was the week of the uh, 13th, the week that we were supposed to go to Brazil together. Oh, God, a, let's not speak of this. a whole nother story. <laughs> I was really looking forward to seeing you in your thong, too, by the way. It's quite the disappointment. <laughs> so he had done an interview that week, and he came back to us immediately and said, you know, usually we do episodes, and they sit on the shelf for a little while, and everything has changed. So I need to adjust my calendar so that I'm being more pertinent to his listeners. And that first week, it was exactly that. You know, magazines write two or three months ahead, and those evergreen stories, the feel-good stories that are relevant year-round, they weren't relevant anymore. The entire world shifted, as we all know. So essentially, what I found over the last month when we're in lockdown is every single magazine 
from Martha Stewart to Architectural Digest to Business of Home has totally shifted the way that they're talking about their content because they're ultimately responsible for their readers. And I have to say that I am, I feel incredibly blessed to work among colleagues in New York and around the country that have 100% banded together. I don't know if you saw what Miss Christina Juarez had done with the Kaftan Challenge. Yeah, I did. But that was awesome. Essentially, I think that that was an example of the leadership that she has shown. And also, she's encouraged for all of us to share leads. You know, Wall Street Journal is working on this, or House Beautiful is working on this, or Sandow Media are now doing Sandow TV. Like, everything happened so rapidly and so quickly. I would say I have been receiving leads in a week, what I would usually get in a month. Yeah, I remember you sent me that huge long email and everything was, you know, pivoting virusly, you know, in business advice. I was talking to Jane Dagme recently, and she was just getting ready. They were just getting to wrap up their April issue of what we're going to experience in High Point. <laughs> and they had to pivot that her most of the whole issue. And so now um, we are actually featured in there. Thank you, Jane Dagme. And she, you know, here's what you would have seen at High Point. And she, they had to really do a spin on it. Yes, now. And Andrew, personally, what do you have to do for your business to scale it down to make the adjustments? you needed? Well, two of my manufacturers immediately essentially said, we're okay. We've got enough orders that we're going to keep busy for the next three months, but I don't know what's going to happen after that. And I know PR is going to be more important than ever right now, but I need to make sure that I'm taking care of my entire team. I was happy to do that. I did lose two clients one that her contract was ending in April also. She asked that she not pay for April. I do have a 30-day termination clause. And I kind of dug in my heels and I said, you know what? Just double down right now. Make that last payment and take advantage of everything that I can deliver for you over this next unforeseeable time when we're not in full gear because you're not going to have anything to do but set at home and let me feed you PR leads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been the wrong time for sure. And we, at the same thing over here at Wingnut, I'll tell you the same. We did lose a couple of clients as well, but the remainder of our clients, and we, we have quite a few, are digging their heels in and taking advantage of the 40 to 50% increase of people on social media, on video. And I want to go back to what you just said, the double down and to dig in, that you have nothing but time on your hands to take care of these PR leads. So what about our listeners that, do their own PR. What are some PR no-nos in this time? That's a good question. We have to be sensitive, right? I am who I am. I'm a little quirky. <laughs> no. I'm a little I'm a little out there, but what? I, I think come on. I think <laughs> I think what's most important is that I've always been a very authentic person. And I think authenticity and being really sensitive, that's what's gonna get you through. I just can't say cannot say enough about that importance. Let me ask you, Andrew, are editors still looking for content around beautiful rooms or oh, yeah. are, has, oh, okay, yeah. okay. has any of that changed? Are they, are they shifting more to the home office situation or living at home situation or yeah, how's that looking? Here's another example. 
I am also a contributing editor, Aspire Design and Home. And because of that, people are pitching me for Aspire all day long. And that's kind of my my secret sauce because it gives me a competitive (laughs) advantage that I'm seeing what other PR firms are trying to sell. So, for example, the very first week, we put ideas together about how to stay inspired and motivated working from home. And that did include office tips. Well, last week, I think I received eight office tip pitches from other PR firms. And I'm like, you know what, guys? This is three weeks old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not like I'm a genius. It's just like no one's going to do another home office story. So I actually, since this has been my day of podcasting and Zooming, I have my team doing a deep dive looking at all the media across the design realm to see how how we're pivoting. Again, I can't even begin to tell you, I have been busier than I ever have in my entire career. I think we can say the same thing here too, because it's that's really the only thing that's left alive is that digital marketing. I'm not the only thing, but it's one of the main things because we, we're working from home that we have a captive audience, so to speak, without being crass, but just stating the facts as it is. Okay, so you're a little bit ahead of the game. We're recording this episode about one week before it's going to air. So using your little magic eight ball, say someone was going to pitch you, Aspire or magazines, what do you think if they were going to pitch within this next week or so, do you think would be well received? The shifts that I saw within the last week, and and this is pretty natural too, Mm -hmm. but a lot of entertaining outdoors ideas have come across my desk. Beer pong? (laughs) Beer pong? (laughs) Beer pong? (laughs) Of course. Cornhole? I saw a new one, Tic-Tac-Toe Beer Pong or something. I don't know. I, I watched that one today. Uh, okay, I, we, I got sidetracked. Go I, ahead, Andrew. I don't suggest you pitch Beer Pong to Aspire Magazine, though. It would be fun. <laughs> Aspire. We yeah, could have design. beautiful cups. <laughs> For, okay, I sidetracked. Just, Sorry. Uh, just ignore her, Andrew. All good, all good. What else would you recommend that they pitch? Like, the say, say, game. let's just say for the remainder month of, of April, if you had, like I said, the crystal ball situation, nobody knows for sure, but if we were to rub your bald head, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone. <laughs> a little spot, yeah. What would we get? One thing that I would suggest for your listening audience Amy Flurry, Recipe for Press. Have you ever had her on your podcast? Mm-hmm, we did in the first year. Oh, she yeah. was an excellent guest. She's an excellent speaker. She is very good. But I would suggest absolutely buying her recipe for press. I think it's a okay. it's a really straightforward, easy to read, digestible guide on how you can handle your own press. She also sells, and I don't think it's terribly expensive. Her and her team spend about six, seven, eight weeks, two months putting together a press list. That's super helpful. And then I think people are doing their press themselves, like they want to make sure they're being really personal about it. And again, going back to that word, authentic. At one point in my company's career, we represented Atlanta Homes and Lifestyles magazine. And the then editor-in-chief, Elizabeth Rawls, was giving a presentation Part of it was how to pitch editors. I remember her giving an example that she received a pitch that said, Dear Elizabeth, 
we think this would be an amazing story for Good Housekeeping magazine. <laughs> Oops. Like, Somebody didn't do their homework. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, do your homework and don't copy and paste a PR campaign. Mm-hmm. You have to really be, be on top of it. And if I can be self-serving and talk about, you know, some of the values of working with a PR company. Yeah, let's do that. In fact, you probably have a lot of people listening. They're saying, you know, let me hold off a little bit before I let me reserve some marketing funds. But you and I both think alike. We're like in the double down mindset on now is the best time to get that captive audience. So why would now be a great time not only to hire a marketing firm, but a PR guy? Well, I think no matter what stage you are in your business, you always have to market. For sure. It's what makes a business a mediocre business or a business a thriving business. And I think now more than ever, you want to build your company's reputation, which is part of what PR does. And I think now is the time to do it. Also, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the other values of working with PR companies is that we've done this for so long (laughs) and we have reputations. We know the people that are making the decisions. It's easy to call those people up to get emails. Also, I think Andrew Joseph PR among many other great of my contemporaries is that they have, there's a certain reputation. They know you're going to be pitching them ideas that only make sense to them. You're not going to be pitching a non-celebrity related story to AD if it's something that is really about the purity of the design. You probably want to go to a Sandow or an interiors magazine or an interior design magazine. Like we know the audience and we know the landscape and we know the players, and that's one of the the most important things. So you save not only money, but time. So if someone came to you right now, that kind of efficiency would be really important, I would think, because by the time someone figured out how to DIY it and who to get to, um, we're, I mean, back to normal, God willing, I hope that does happen fast, but to take advantage of that timeline. Natalie and Giraffe. Yes, Darla Jethro Powell. Who is our go-to vendor for Darla Powell Interiors? Oh, that's easy. Curry and Company. And why is that, Natalie? Oh, because let me tell you, they have beautiful stuff. They are every designer's and, of course, project manager. That's me. Dream to work with. (laughs) Because did you know that over 90% of their stuff is in stock? That's like 1,700 SKUs at all times. I did. And Curry and Company has top-notch service, quick shipping, and very reasonable order minimums, which is really important. Absolutely. I know you guys go to them first. Say, hey, we're going to hit Curry and Company. What do they got? How can they help us? It's amazing. So Darla, where do they have to run on over to? That's right. So guys, be sure to head on over to curryandcompany.com and scroll your little fingers on down to that designer checkbox and sign up for their stellar trade program today. Oh, and be sure to tell Beth Ann that we sent you. She's amazing. I love Beth Ann. She's a fireball. I wish I had her energy. Again, that's KoreanCompany.com. You can thank us later. For you as a PR firm, and, and this could maybe bleed over into an interior design firm, but when you get all these new leads and you're talking about your potential services, should you treat them any differently than your existing clients or should your emails be crafted in a different way for new clients versus existing? 
No, I don't think so. Because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty even keeled with how I deal with my clients. One thing that I have noticed, oh my God, will my clients hear me say this? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this is a good challenge to have because I get along pretty well with my clients. And the only thing that's been challenging is because so many clients are at home, they want to talk on the phone a lot more. Often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, if you just like do something else, let me do my job here. <laughs> I, I feel your pain on that one. That's okay. We can we can bond over that one. Let me find leads for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say I'm a, a brand new client to Andrew Joseph PR. What kind of realistic expectations should I have walking in? And like, as far as a timeline, how soon can you get me on the cover of Architectural Digest? What, what's your What's your answer to that, Joseph? Well, you're probably not going to get on the cover of Architectural Digest. <laughs> oh, I love it. Transparency and 100% honesty. <laughs> no, but seriously, what, what can a designer expect working with a PR firm? What kind of timeline? Because on our side, the marketing on the social side and everything, it's a little bit more of a long play. It's a oh, long game. it's 100% the long play. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, magazines are working three months out. That's not to say that we get inquiries from the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or House Beautiful Online or even you know, Realtor.com or, you know, name the magazine. Mm -hmm. Like those short lead stories come in all the time. But if you want a project covered, if you want a feature on your company, if you want a story about a collaboration, that's not happening overnight. So I always tell clients that I will give them a year contract. They're not going to see the things that they want until four or five months down the road. It doesn't work like that overnight. The other thing, I have been very conscious about what my pricing structure is. I'm not inexpensive. PR is not an inexpensive endeavor. No, neither is marketing. But I've always struggled to come in very middle of the road. I know that some of my competition charges more and good for them. But I think there's a, <laughs> there's, but I think there's a difference. Like I have one client, Alan Tanksley, who I worked with at the previous PR firm that I worked at. And when I went out on my own, he followed me. And now we've been working with each other for 12 years. And I love those long-term relationships. And I much prefer to be able to be an affordable luxury so that I have my clients the long-term. So if I'm going to interpret that in my little Amish brain, basically you're keeping everything as far as your pricing and everything status quo. Yeah. I've heard quite a few things that don't discount your services because if you're discounting your services, then you're discounting what you could possibly do for the client. It's, that's what they kind of feel. They don't feel like they're getting everything that you have to offer that, oh, if he can do this for X amount of dollars, but wait, he wants to charge me this much, but he could do it for that. What's that all about? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. After listening to your podcast last week with Tyler Spellman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't she awesome? Yeah, I love she her. Is. I had a change of heart. I haven't made a decision what I'm going to do. But one of the really important takeaways from that conversation was how much 
she's going to think about pricing. Yeah, I was surprised that she actually said that too. And I think she was just like, you know, let's just see where I land after that. So I don't with her, especially because she's like a little superstar, you know, interior designer, I don't foresee her lowering her fees and services for any length of time. Yeah, no, I think that's just her. I think it was a visceral kind of response to, you know, she her being hunkered down in her bunker there. I, it's hard to say. We don't really know what's going to happen. So I'll tell you this much. When I was working in design PR during the 2008 economic downturn, I was working for another firm. That other firm had a much different a business model and pricing structure they did not charge designers very much money. But the difference was that they had a very large number of clients. So it was easy for them to keep making those payments. The difference with that business model, and I think one of the weaknesses with that business model, if you don't charge much, but then you have to have more clients in order to make the bottom line, you underservice clients. Absolutely. That is not something that we want to do. If we are in this, we're in all the way. Absolutely. And you're you're not able to give that client the attention they deserve and your churn rate as an agency is going to be incredibly high. Yeah. You're just looking at people as numbers rather than, you know, human beings with value. Before we get into the what up wingnut round, I did have one more question. So say you have two interior designers. One designer right now decides, you know what, I'm just going to go into timeout. I'm not going to do any marketing. I'm not going to do any PR. And uh, three months from now um, happens. And then the other designer says, I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to do, even if it's DIY, I'm going to do some PR. I'm going to reach out to editors. I'm going to get Amy Fleury's book. I'm going to do some DIY. I'm going to do my social media. I'm just going to do it, you know, huevitos to the wall. Who do you think comes out ahead in in three months? And what does that look like for each designer? I can't take credit for this. But I just mm-hmm. heard this on a podcast this morning, and they were speaking with a financial advisor that helped interior design businesses restructure during the last economic downturn. I apologize. I do not remember the gentleman's name, but I'm sure you can. I can look it up and tell you, and you can include that in your notes. But Basically, what he did was he, like I said, he restructured interior design businesses so that they could survive. One designer, all their leads disappeared, but they had enough money saved in the bank that what they literally did was they, the lease was up on their office, they closed their office, they let go of their staff. But then they made it appear that the business was still fully operational because they were doing PR. They kept sending (laughs) projects to magazines. They kept actively going to events so that no one knew that the business had actually dissolved for a temporary amount of time. And when the business was ready to reopen, no one knew that box. Because they were making, that's brilliant. They were making an outward appearance that they were busy, healthy, and active. I love that. That's brilliant. And then they were able to take like a little internal break and and recoup financially. But on the surface of things, and they, you know, I'm sure they still had projects to submit. They were keeping that publicity and marketing ball rolling. So when they did pick back up again, it was a lot less to crawl back out of, right? A, a much more shallow hole. I should. There's say. There's a moment of pause here, and I think. Obviously, (laughs) but I think 
it is really time. Like I'm, I want to give a plug out to my business coach, Shaman Taylor Smith, who I think is one of the most amazing people in the interior design business. 30 plus years of veteran in the home furnishings world. My time with her, I felt like she was the business coach whisperer. <laughs> like she's just really good. But whether or not you take this time and you think about how you financially restructure your business or how you look at your team or how you can all work remotely moving forward. And yeah, I don't know. Work with a business coach, hire a PR person, but the person that hides their head in the sand is the person that's not going to survive coming out. Person, I agree. Person still takes a moment for themselves and looks at their business, but then looks at how they can improve their business. I'm really, I'm excited because I feel like, you know, what I have done personally, I worked with a group of other design PR companies to help create a list of working designers and working manufacturers so that people that are in projects right now can actually be in touch with one another. And I'm very happy to say As of Friday of last week, I am doing pro bono work for the Sustainable Furnishing Council. You know, that's just it. Like, that's the pause that I had. This virus is not anything we humans have done. But it is certainly, Mm -hmm. like my friend Tama Clark Haynes, the antique diva, who is in in Venice, where where the original epicenter, you know, once, once the city shut down, there were swans and dolphins in the canals. And I was very excited to, to be able to offer my services to the Sustainable Furnishing Council because I think that this is a moment for them to shine because our earth is telling us something. That's an amazing way to give back and to become a part of the um, the triumph of humanity over this whole coronavirus situation. I Hell said on, uh, yeah. I think our, our last... All right, our last mini so that I mean, look at how people have stepped up helping other people. And it's just it's really we've seen some beautiful human stories. And Andrew Joseph, you are one of them. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, before we can tell the wingnuts where to find you and your terrific services, um, you've already been through the what up wingnut round once on our previous episode. And that'll be in the show notes, guys, you can go back and listen to Andrew's first episode. So I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you one, one what up wingnut question. Are you ready? Okay. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. If you were a golden girl, what golden girl would you be? Oh, Blanche, of course. <laughs> How they know that was coming? I had I had a suspicion. In fact, you po- you posted a picture last week that I think was your Blanche picture. I'm not quite sure <laughs> what was going on there, but it was amazing. You guys have to check that out. <laughs> Andrew, please tell the Wingnuts listening where they can find you. Andrew at andrewjosephpr.com. And Andrew Joseph PR on Instagram. And if you want the really fun stuff, it's the real Andrew Joseph. <laughs> that might be where I saw that shot. <laughs> I was like, what did I just see? It was really great. You have some great shots, though. And your dog, oh my gosh, she's the cutest. Oh, thank you. The cutest. I used to have a greyhound. I miss her so much. Oh, and she, oh, yours is an Italian greyhound, right? I have one full-size racer, a former mm. racer. Oh, me too. And That's what two I And then oh. two Italian. 
Oh, wow. You have more than I thought. Okay. I must have been getting them mixed up. All right, Andrew, thank you so much for giving us your thoughts. Thank you for hanging in there. I think we're going to turn this corner relatively quickly, I hope, and get back to business as normal. We're definitely doubling down on our marketing. I know you are yours. If you guys are thinking of hiring a marketing company or a PR firm, now is not not the time, right? You should be doubling down. I understand if there's like some financial considerations, of course, maybe now isn't the time. Definitely be doing it at least what you can do on a DIY basis and take some of the recommendations Andrew said with Amy Flurry, et cetera. But Andrew, thank you again for joining us again on the podcast. It's my absolute pleasure. You have a wonderful day. Thank you too. Natalie and Giraffe. Yes, Darla General Powell. We hire a PR company. We are our own PR company, Darla. that's right. (laughs) Duh. Yeah, so serious. I don't want to be insensitive because I know that a lot of businesses and small businesses out there are struggling financially right now. And of course, if you don't have the marketing budget to begin with, and this isn't something you squared away, then now is not the time you're going to throw thousands of dollars on an external marketing firm. But I... I'm telling you guys, don't just sit in a corner and hide until this is over. Even if it's reaching out through Amy Fleury's book is relatively inexpensive. I have it. It lists the editors of all the magazines that might apply towards your design aesthetic. Send them some shots. Send them some pictures. Reach out. Send some emails to the magazines even that are in there. And keep your chin up. Keep your social media up. Now, don't be salesy. I think we've said that. I mean, you know, it's okay to let them know you're a business and in business, but don't be like, Oh, you know, sharply discounted, 50% off. Here's buy my this thing, that thing, or the other thing. I just, I can't. I can't. Maybe some people can, but I can't even with that. And it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, right? Yeah, I don't really like that either. Yeah. I mean, then on the other hand, we got to keep the lights on. So This is true. And there's no reason you can't keep the lights on yourself. I really like what he said about the company that took a little hiatus, but stayed current, <laughs> stayed current in their in their social, stayed current in their PR. Mm-hmm. And when the lights came back on, nobody knew that they had turned them off. They didn't really bit. lose any speed. No. And that's important pretty genius because appearance is everything, right? Optics. Optics Absolutely. are everything. And it's not like they didn't have the work. They were submitting. They kind of pulled from some past history and past posts to do on that. And we've done that at Darla Powell Interiors when things have been a little bit slower right. and just kept on that steam train. And it's a runaway locomotive. And, you know, if you guys have any questions, we'd love to help you out with your questions. Info at wingnutsocial.com. We'd be happy to answer anything, any burning question that you might want to know about PR <laughs> a little bit. It, well, you know, or there's a cream for that. If it's burning. Yeah, I was yeah. Okay, I knew that was coming. But any, you know, social media questions, any questions in general, you know, reach out. How are you doing? How are you dealing with this COVID-19? How's your family? You know, we'd love to chat with you. Also, be sure to check out in the show notes the MyDoma 19 Hours webinar that I did on social media and accelerating your business through social media. The link to the recording will be in the show notes at wingnutsocial.com slash podcast. Check that out. Um, The good stuff starts around seven and a half minutes because for the life of me, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to share my screen. (laughs) She's challenged. Listen, that was my first official solo webinar that I presented myself. So I get a little bit of a pass. Okay, maybe. (laughs) Be sure to follow us on social at Wingnut Social. If you have any social media questions, 1-877-WINGNUT. We'll be happy to help you out. And I think that's it for today, Nat. Got anything else? Nope. So long. See you. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next week for more business and marketing info and insightful interviews with industry experts and design superstars. Can't wait? Then head on over to wingnutsocial.com for more great content to help you get your business to the next level.
sound so loud. I don't know, but I do. I can actually hear myself today. Are you crop dusting? That's the Doppler effect, ready? Come on, let's do this. We don't go by Natalie time. We're gonna go by Natalie time. Don't you want to meet me in the club? Ja. Do you want to meet me in the club? Ja. I'm gonna call myself Sasquatch because I haven't shaved my legs. Oh. Because we're in quarantine. Oh, well, that's disgusting. Okay. It's funny, though. It is hilarious. Okay, <clears throat> ready? Good boy, Mango.